the 2021-22 UEFA Champions League will kick off this week. Four games in the first round draw most of our attention. Barcelona vs Bayern Munich in Group E, Manchester City vs Red Bull Leipzig in Group A, Liverpool vs AC Milan in Group B, and Inter Milan vs Real Madrid in Group B. Though it's just the first game of the tournament, but some of these teams may only have six games to play, so each of them actually matters a lot. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. What is the game that you want to watch the most of the four, or in the first round? Of those four, hmm. um, I think that the Barcelona and Bayern. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't count how many times they met already. Yeah, because that's the thing; they've met a lot of times, mm. but it's always, you know, even when they meet like this, where it's in the uh, group stage, yeah, it's still very exciting. It still True. means a lot. It's one of the few heavyweight clashes left in the game, but also. With them not having Messi this year, no. with it being kind of a rebuilding, you know, they don't even have Anton Griezmann anymore. No, this one is perhaps, if not the heavyweight clash it has been in the past, more interesting because we don't know what to expect, which is quite mm-hmm. rare when you yeah. come to a game like this. Even when, you know, everyone goes back to that eight-two. Even that was a surprise, but going into it, there was at least an idea, a wonder of what's going to happen, what Suarez is going to do, what's Messi going to do, Bayern Munich under Hansi Flick, how are they going to cope against one of the giants of Europe, things like that. This time around, I literally have no idea. It's what like to a expect. black box. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's a real surprising fixture, which you don't get in the Champions League very often no. at all. You know, the only other times you get them are when a team is. When it's kind of a team that's underperforming versus a team that's overperforming. So mm. the example I think of the most recent is um, last year's fixtures was Real Madrid against Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. Where Madrid are kind of flagging, but mm-hmm. they're still a good team. True. And Shakhtar Donetsk, they always boss the Ukrainian league. They're mm. always a bit better than you think they'll be. Mm-hmm. So you have a team that's trying to prove itself on the ascendancy versus one that's on the decline slightly. They're always the most exciting. Whereas with this... Who knows what could happen? That's true. Um, Bayern were uh, are not trending because after that four to one big win yep. over uh, Red Bull, mm-hmm. Barca on the other side they were supposed to play Sevilla. Yeah, that game was postponed. Mm-hmm. The last time they played was last month, yeah. August of twenty nine. That means they have almost like two weeks with no games. Mm. And let's just say their management is not at the best level. So and, what does that say? And, and yeah. also. Um, the game's postponed because of World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, yeah that's them, true. Which means that it isn't simply a gap. It's that the players will have been at different teams under different systems, different managers. Different time zones. Precisely. So it isn't that they were just away or there was a gap, so they were training or whatever. There's a lot of chaos mm. to that. So now we're expecting them to come back, be fully fit, mm-hmm. be fully under the same tactics, under the same roof. That hasn't really happened in the past for Boston. Yeah, and do they really have a center to stand around? Right, exactly. So, it's 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 a uh, yeah. it's quite remarkable. Mm-hmm. Is is there, can you make a prediction for this game? I mean, based on what we've seen from mm-hmm. Bayern, based on what they want with Julian Nagelsmann, yeah. I think they are definitely going to be the ones who come in as favorites, and rightfully so. I think this is probably going to be. Let's say 2-0, 3-0. I don't mm. see anything from Barcelona that makes yeah. me think 
they can handle a team like Bayern Munich. So this is not like in the knockout stage. Like I want to score as many as possible, but I also don't want to lose. So let's make it a fair win, maybe. Yeah, and yeah. the thing also with Bayern is we see this quite often, where what they like to do is go in heavy. In the first games、mm-hmm. of the、uh, group stage, yeah, so that they can kind of take it off in the latter stages. You know,、uh, I believe it was against Atletico Madrid last、mm. time, yeah, where it is, they yeah. beat them the first time round. Then the second time round, they lost, but it wasn't like a bad loss.、No. It was well, we're already through,、yeah. already beaten this team. We can go in second gear, third gear. I think they will really want to do that、mm-hmm. against Barcelona, particularly as we mentioned after a break. After losing so many players like Messi, like Griezmann, so they can get them on the back foot, so that if they do recuperate in you know a few weeks' time,、yeah. they'll already have the win. Yeah, I think it's a very smart strategy that you announce your authorities first. Yeah. Make better preparation because you never know what's going to happen on the way. So、yeah. win it when you still have the full squad、yeah. and make make it your advantage、mm-hmm. for the future competitions. Yeah. Leipzig is also meeting. Man City. Yeah, I'm gonna say they mad last season. Yeah,、right? yeah, they yeah. did. They did, and that was a real unfortunate game. I don't know if it was injuries or what, but it always seemed to me that、uh, Manchester City were there for the taking. They were quite sluggish. They kind of felt that they could just win the game when、yeah. they felt like it. And Leipzig never really capitalized on that. I remember there being、no. a few times when they were through on goal,、mm-hmm. didn't really do anything with it. No.、Um, this time around. Because it's a new manager, yeah,、um, kind of a new squad in general. True, lost her captain. Yeah, I don't really know what's going to happen because you know we spoke about Sabitzer last、mm, time going、yeah. to Bayern Munich. What we didn't talk about is how he always functioned in this two with、uh, Schmelzer.、Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen a full game from、no. Leipzig this season, so I don't fully know how they're working under Rosa. But I do know that they won't have that partnership in the middle. And I did、mm. like Schmelzer. I did like Sabitzer. They worked as a good two. Can they find new partners to work with, particularly the Leipzig side, which is so based on youth,、yeah. pace, aggression? I don't know. City, I think it's going to be similar to last time, where City kind of know they can steamroll them. They、mm-hmm. won't be going in all guns blazing. They will try and get goals here, goals there. You know, I feel like this will be quite a one-sided encounter. Not an exciting one, not a crush, but you know, we'll. I could see this being one of those games where. It's kind of nil nil throughout the sixtieth minute, and then like, okay, we need to put this away.、Hmm. And suddenly,、uh, De Bruyne comes out from nowhere, knocks it in. Foden comes from nowhere, knocks it in.、Yeah. They celebrate. It goes back to being quite. That、safe. sounds like a very regular pace in Man City and、yeah. Pep Guardiola. Yeah, yeah. They scored ten goals in their first two Premier League games,、mm-hmm. which、uh, showing their dominance. But their last win was like one two zero, and、mm. it was kind of close. Some said this may expose some problems of Man City,、mm-hmm. who failed to land Harry Kane. Yeah. So maybe the lack of, I don't know, the sharpening weapon like the icebreaker ability. Yeah. And well, Leipzig is not really the best defensive team, but like you said, they're young, they're fast.、Mm-hmm. Maybe in the first sixty or seventy minutes of the games, they can, I don't know,、uh, baffle Man City、yeah. by. Pressuring everyone on the field, so Man City's best chance may really happen in the last twenty minutes. And if they can't pull it, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I think we should mention is you say they didn't get Harry Kane. That's、mm. true. They also never got Ronaldo. True. And 
Ronaldo would have been the perfect player for yeah. a game like this, for a team like this, for a tournament like this year's Champions League. Mm -hmm. Because like you say, they don't have the icebreaker, no. the thing that can make the difference. So I can see it going like it did last time, where yes, the speed of Leipzig, the gegenpressing, pressing, the counter-attacking will probably annoy Manchester City, but they will not have the skill to overcome yeah. the Man City defense. And then when they want to, they'll just turn it on and go the other way. Maybe, as you mentioned, because their games are so high scoring at the start, maybe they'll be coming to this to prove a point because the loss at the end of the last season to Chelsea, mm -hmm. I think that was one of those signs where, you know, we know deep down that the Champions League is what they want the most. Yeah. Maybe this year I could see them putting down a marker and being like, okay, we're not going to play like usual. We are going to just crush everyone in front of us this year. Mm. I could see that. But then, like you say, there's no Kane, there's no Ronaldo. I mm. don't know who will be putting in the goals for them consistently. I didn't see anyone. But against a young side like Leipzig, maybe this is the time where we can where we can see them getting, okay, Foden, Gundogan, De Bruyne, get mm. in there, make it work, get the goals. I don't know. The thing is that Man City are always talented, especially in the middle field and yeah. in the backfield. But they lacked... Because um, it's an English team, but they don't really play like an English team. To me, England and other clubs are always like, we don't play pretty football. Yeah. But we have the one to go to when we need it. When we have our go-to guy. Who is the go-to guy of Man City? I, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could say it was Ilkay Gundogan because True, of yeah. how... Um, Pep kind of turned him from a midfielder into like more of like an attacking oh, midfielder yeah. who was involved even if he wasn't scoring he yeah. was assisting or he was like drawing players out of the way mm -hmm. but yeah you are right there's no he's real he's not a killer not a Robert Lewandowski yeah and also you mentioned like the British style of play like he's definitely not a Sean Dyche set up team mm. where it's 4-4-2 yeah. get the ball move it forward it is very much like a Pep Guardiola, very cosmopolitan international side. Mm. So I don't know if that helps in the Champions League where you're going against all these different nations. It definitely helps in the Premier League because they're quite unique. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I feel like what we'll have to do is come back to this topic after the first three games. True. See how they've formed, see how they've grown, and see what they can do next. Because yeah. as it stands, I don't know if they will be killers or if they'll be laid back like a usual Pep team. Mm -hmm. But they will have to do something. That's yeah, that's true. And Pep is never a big fan of changes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna predict this game to be a two to a win for Man City. Like they score early and then they stand there for seventy minutes mm. when the whole Leipzig were torn out and then they scored again. Well that's the thing with Manchester City. They have this theme of if they concede early they lose the game. True. So what I can see happening is either they hold off and then they score late. Or if they get scored on early, they will get you know they'll come back later on. So I'm predicting either a one nil win or one one draw. No, oh, that's true. That's actually very. It's a good point. Yeah, and the third one. When was the last time you saw AC Milan in the Champions League? Eight years ago. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say probably about a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. And they were back. Yeah. Facing Liverpool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what, sh what sh how should I feel about that. Yeah, that's one of those things where, you know, people always say that behind the scenes, the Champions League, like, yes, it's a lucky draw, but it's, uh, you know, they rig it. Well, there's always a way to manipulate Yeah, it. this one seems a little bit too on the nose. Especially when the two teams had history. Yeah, right, exactly. What happened in Istanbul and what happened the following year? Yeah, exactly. Istanbul is, you know, I'm not a Liverpoolian. I, well, I am a Liverpoolian, but I'm not a copite. Yeah. I'm from the Toffees. Mm -hmm. 
But you cannot live in that city without knowing the history of Istanbul. True. It was epic. (laughs) Yeah. So seeing this, it's... This game is... It's definitely one of those things where, to me, the story of the game Mm -hmm. is way more important than the game itself. That's true. Yeah. Like, what actually happens on the pitch almost will not matter. What will matter is that it's Milan and Mm -hmm. Liverpool all these years later. Yeah. So it's it's that which has me intrigued. Um, I am perhaps more interested in seeing what Liverpool do now. Everyone's healthy again. Mm-hmm. Um, now they've got Diogo Jota yeah. functioning in the front three. And the ban on their Brazilian players were lifted. Oh, I did. So, I saw because I heard that the ban was not going to apply to Richarlison, mm. but it was going to apply to the rest. Is it just Liverpool or is uh, it the Brazilians in I'm general? I'm not so sure, but not just Alisson. The other guy, uh, Fabio, Fabio yeah, is going to yeah, be able, available right. too. And Van Dijk is available too. Right. But uh, is uh, Firmino, is, there are two will be out because mm. of injury. Though. Right, okay. Yeah. But that's the thing, like Firmino he can be out because Diego Jota has, mm-hmm. he's f- being firing on all cylinders yeah. for that team. Uh, Liverpool are under Klopp, always an exciting watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, I wouldn't, it's not a fair comparison, but it's a little like Leeds under Marco Bielsa in the sense that even if you're not interested in the team or their opponents, there's typically some kind of drama, some kind of excitement. Yeah. Their game is never boring. Yeah, exactly. So with them being back in the Champions League against a returning mm-hmm. AC Milan, it's going to be an exciting game. Yeah. I don't know what to expect from Milan, um, particularly now that you know, Serie A is a little bit confusing this year with all yeah. the managers swapping, all the players leaving, things like that. Um, but it'll be an exciting game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think AC Milan has like a. It is definitely since it's in Champions League, it's a good team. Yeah, it doesn't really have a top defense even from Serie A. Yeah, how are they gonna protect themselves from Salah? And yeah. others. Yeah, that's the issue. I would have said, if this was last season, I would have said they probably could have just hunkered down, have a uh, like a collapsing defense mm-hmm. that turns into like a back four, back yeah. five, back six. But now that we've seen, at least in the Premier League so far, Salah is back to his old ways by the looks of it. Um, Sadio Mane, everyone mm-hmm. is just, you know, this looks like the Liverpool of the champion winning season. Yeah. There's a lot of danger mm-hmm. in this. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to be a game where they have to survive rather than a game that they have to win. Losing less is actually winning. Yeah, yeah. That, that's basically it. Like to get to our prediction, I'm predicting like two nil, three nil, two nil, three nil. Yeah, it's be- very fair actually. Because because again, like I was mentioning with Manchester City, they will be want Liverpool will be wanting to put down a marker. So we're back in this. We're, mm-hmm. we're after the Championship again. We can do it. So they will will be wanting to go out there and putting on a big show. But like I mentioned, the story is more important. This Milan side isn't the Milan sides of the past. No. You know, the team they beat in Istanbul was like an all-star team, yeah. like a world-class team. Mm. This, they're not on that level, yeah. nowhere near it. But the lineage is there. So they will need to beat this team. And they will go out, and I think under Klopp, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what a lot of uh, Serie A fans said about AC Milan. They said they have the genes for the Champions League, yeah. which they say Inter Milan lack. And Inter Milan are meeting Real Madrid. Mm. The two teams met a few times before. Yeah. It didn't end well for Inter, but let's just say Real are not in the best position. Yeah, yeah. but the issue is, though, this year, they don't have Lukaku. No. 
and Lukaku to me was their difference maker. That's true. So I don't necessarily know how they're going to function this year. Like just to quickly go back to what we were saying about Serie A before, mm-hmm. there's so much confusion in the league yeah. this year. So many players have left, managers have left. It feels, and best players left too. Yeah, it feels almost like, you know. After the match-fixing scandal, Serie A just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And to their credit, they have come back really strong. They are now a very exciting league. I watched yeah. it last year. It was, it was quite exciting all the way through. This time around, I don't know what to expect from any of these sides. No, because none of them showed any sign to give you confidence. Yeah. However, if you want to make a name for yourself... Real Madrid are there for the taking. That's true. Like Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. So we saw last year what happened against Milan. We saw what happened yeah. against Shakhtar Donetsk. Mm-hmm. This kind of rematch, it's an awkward one because, like I say, we don't really know what to expect from Serie A, but Real Madrid are just kind of plodding along. They haven't bought anyone in yeah. two years, and they let two of their uh, young players go. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know what to expect from them. I think what they are expecting is the same as last year and perhaps the year before where on an individual level, the players are very good. Mm -hmm. So they're expecting to, you know, Modric will get us out of trouble. Cruz will send the balls in. Well, Cruz is not going to play against Inter, though. Well, exactly, because the the thing which I was going to get to is now the players are a year older, Mm. two years older. Yeah. Um, they aren't in the same positions that they were previously. Uh, Karim Benzema, yes, he got back into the national team because True. of how he good he was at basically saving Real's skin last year. Uh-huh. A year older, yeah. people know what he's going to do this time. I'm not, I'm not expecting the magic to still be there. Mm. It's, it's a, it's a tough one. I think of all the games, this one has the potential to be the worst, mm. be the most boring. But it's also the one where. I can expect to see the score on ESPN or something the next day, and it'll yeah. be like Benzema brackets ninety plus one oh. or something like that. Maybe so, true. you know, there's a lot of drama. That's true. Uh, well, neither teams lack drama in their history. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna say this since it, I agree it's gonna be a very boring and yeah. probably very weird one. So yeah. it can be either an O two O. Yeah. Or I, I I think it's gonna be a scoreless one. Yeah. This one's this yeah. one's. Like, to our listeners, the other three games, I recommend. This one, maybe check the highlights. Or if you have, you're having trouble sleeping, uh, yeah. turn on your TV. Yeah. Yeah. So much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next yep. week. Speak to you next time.